Praise a higher family. Praise the great I am, the miracle working God, the Almighty. So today is more of a news flash than a traditional post. I don't know whether any of you follow the news or what's going on with our family, as in Yasharel or Black Hebrew Israel in the US. Um, so I saw a headline recently that said Grandmaster Jay sentenced to federal prison over actions during Breonna Taylor protest. So I should probably preface what I'm about to say about this by pointing out that the obvious love and commitment of this brother for his people is highly commendable and without question. However, it does actually come back to the point I've been making or that I made previously of how Yasharel has gone really into the fraternities in a big way and has got everything so mixed up, family. This really is confusion of faces. So I thought this case was particularly particularly tragic because this Hebrew, John Johnson, who calls himself Grandmaster Jay family, and I was seriously shaking my head at this point because I thought, well, in a nation at a time where unfortunately the occult has become quite prevalent, unfortunately, I think we have to face up to that being a fact. Yet he's the only one that I know of, possibly in the world, who wants to own this to the extent of openly ascribing it to his name in everyday life. And what did it ultimately profit him? Because he really experienced what the Bible calls confusion of faith. If you see Ezekiel 9 verse 7, he will give the understanding of kind of what Ezekiel was saying there about this. But worse still, I think, is the tragedy of a Yashralite, a child of Yahuwah, not only going to Satan for help, because imagine how excited Satan is to see our kind. Oh, he'll lure you in. He'll lure our people in so peaceably. But you can just imagine what he's going to do with us or do with a Yashralite in the end. And I think we can see the evidence of this in our society all around us from the days, the decades, the generations that our people have been going into these practices to the present day. I think we've profited very little. But here our prophets lament, because this sin, as I say, of Yasharel or Black Hebrew Israel, turning to other no gods, was the reason for the lamentation of so many of our prophets. For instance, here Micah. He says in Micah 1 verse 8, Therefore I will wail and howl. I will go stripped and naked. I will make a wailing like the dragons and mourning as the owls. Or on the other hand, righteous Jeremiah, who said, O daughter of my people, gird thee with sackcloth and wallow thyself in ashes. Make thee mourning as for an only son, most bitter lamentation, for the spoiler shall suddenly come upon us. Why? Because Yasharel, or Black Hebrew Israel, unnecessarily incurred an incurable wound on account of this very sin. On account of this sin, we lost our homeland, were driven out and scattered to the four corners of the earth, were given into the hands of Gentiles to rule over us, and went into numerous captivities. I mean, literally, captivity after captivity. And we literally remain to this day in a captivity. Partly because, even after everything that we've been through, we're still refusing to learn and to heed, unfortunately. This sin, especially the sin of our going into fraternities and lodges, is no joke. 
for Yasharalites. And we can see the first instances of that, if you recall, when I believe it was Isaiah who dug through the hole in the wall and he saw Jazaniah and all the chief priests actually worshipping other gods, actually within the holy courts of the temple in Jerusalem, if you recall the account that's given. As I say, this sin really is no joke for Yasharalites. The prophet Micah in Micah 1 verse 7 likened it to harlotry. This is what this sin actually looks like to God, to, to Yahuwah. He goes on to say, for her wound is incurable. For it is come unto Judah. He has come unto the gate of my people, even to Jerusalem. And that was at the point when they were about to be driven out. So what did this uh, Grandmaster Jay actually do? So coming back to the actual news story. So he led a mass rally of young armed black men at a demonstration in September of 2020 to protest the slaying of Breonna Taylor, who, if you recall, was shot when police mistakenly, they say, raided her home in the middle of the night when she was asleep in her bed. And that was actually in March of that year, 2020. So hundreds of black men, I think about 300 black men in all, in total, turned out armed to the hilt. And this also feeds into what I was saying previously about our men particularly, and I'm not saying this to be negative in any way, but just as an observation, I think they struggle with the notion that the battle we should now be fighting is actually spiritualized and not a physical battle, such as the one that we looked at that Judas Maccabeus was fighting at the time of the dedication. We're actually looking at that at the moment. So we're actually more in a spiritual fight than a physical one. So anyway, Hundreds of, of men actually turned out harnessed and armed to the hilt. I mean, they had weapons strapped to their chest, to their back, plus they were carrying kind of machine gun type weapons. Hundreds of them. And um, now, had you asked the same black men to come to a prayer battle, <laughs> I think there would have been quite a difference in, actual, in the actual turnout by comparison. But uh, there we go. So apparently they're saying that his demonstration was legal as he'd applied for all of the needed permits from the city and each person in his unit, um, or in what the US media are calling, in quotes, his militia, or the group of young black men that he led, all had legal licenses for the firearms they carried. So his crime? So apparently they're saying that he pointed his weapon at, at an officer. So they actually had, I think, police and different spotters on the rooftops of various buildings around the, the area where he was demonstrating. Not to mention the fact they all had their guns trained down on him and his group. But anyway, they're saying that he kind of pointed his gun kind of up at the rooftop to where these uh, police were actually spotting him from. And um, for that, he was initially looking at a sentence of 27 years imprisonment in federal prison family. Now, this is not to mention the fact that I believe at the same demonstration, he was met by a counter demonstration of white supremacists. I think a group called the Three Percenters, who also were literally armed also to the hilt. None of those people, of course, were arrested. But anyway, as I say, he was looking at a sentence of 27 years imprisonment initially. He was finally sentenced on Friday, the 11th of November, 2022, to seven years imprisonment. In addition to that, he also received three years of supervised release with no option of parole. That's in addition to the prison sentence family.
So, you know, we really do need to wake up. We may not like to face the truth. And we may want to blame white people and racism for the unfairness, especially that we see in the over-sentencing of black people, particularly when they come before the judicial system. And let's just look at this whole kind of issue of over-sentencing for a moment, because it's a very prevalent phenomenon amongst our people whenever they go to stand before the courts for judicial judgments and decisions. And we continue to see that. Now, I'm not saying that white people and racism don't play a key role in this phenomenon. And make no mistake, they will certainly, most assuredly, give an account to Yahuwah for what they have done. However, I think what we have to understand and face up to, family, unfortunately, is the very uncomfortable truth or fact that Yahuwah himself is, the, is ultimately the reason for this or why this is happening to us. He told us in Amos 3 verses 1 to 2 that he would do this to us if we didn't adhere to his commandments. And not one jot of Yahuwah's word has failed or, well, failed to fulfill on us as a people. Because he says in Amos 3 verses 1 to 2, Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. We, Yasharal, must learn that we are subject to different, higher laws and principles. As I say, there, there were or there was a counter-rally by a white supremacist group who were equally armed on the same day and at the same event. And there have been numerous rallies led by white supremacists since. There, was, there were even a number that I even saw that were convened on the very steps of their local police offices and outside the civic buildings of a number of states, in a number of states, who were even more heavily armed than had been the gathering that John Johnson led. No one of any of these groups was arrested. The tragedy is that I can see, as I say, that John Johnson has a, a very deep and a genuine love for his people, which I think makes it all the more tragic. But that nevertheless, he's an example of those of us who proudly go down to Egypt for help. And unfortunately, this is a large proportion of, of Yashraelites. I'm not saying by any means that we are unique in this sin. And it's not the case for the majority of races of people. However, Yahuwah expects a higher standard from us because we are his people. We're not permitted to follow in the ways of the heathen. And Yahuwah has told us in Proverbs 3 verse 31 also, that we're not to envy the oppressor or choose any of his ways. Yahuwah absolutely hates Freemasonry and all such forms of witchcraft. Let's just call it what it is. It is witchcraft. However, so proud was Johnson of his Masonic affiliations that he actually adopted this as his name, his moniker, for his political aspirations and movement. Now, there are many supposed grandmasters in the world today and many in addition to that, who affiliate with such wicked institutions. Let's just call them what they are. They are wicked institutions. Wish Yahuwah hates. But none of these people call themselves by these titles or affiliations 
in these organizations, in their everyday lives. I guess this Yasharalite wanted to serve Baal a lot. And you can see 2 Kings 10 verse 18 for what I mean by that. This is Jehu saying Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu will serve him a lot. If you recall what he then does, and then calls a meeting of all of the prophets of Baal in the whole land of Israel at that time. But anyway, ultimately, the end result was it made absolutely no difference. He still got absolutely nowhere. Normally, these affiliations are supposed to help the individuals who trade their very souls to acquire them. Yet it had absolutely no bearing at all and was no help to him in his case. Precisely as Yahuwah had already told us would be the case. It made absolutely no difference. Our only help and the only way we're going to get this to stop is by repenting and returning to Yahuwah, exactly as Yahuwah has said. Repent, O Yasharel. And I would really advise that if you or anyone within your family has ever gone into these lodges, fraternities, secret societies, obia, witchcraft, it's all one of the same thing. Of any kind, these are things that Yahuwah absolutely hates. They are an abomination to him. The sentence he has pronounced on any that do such things is death. He's already said, I suffer not a witch to live. I urge you to turn from this, to repent, and also to throw away all accoutrements, that's anything that you may own, that you may possess, that you may have in your house, that is any way, in any way associated with this, and come back under the ark of Yahuwah's protection. Because the judgment is coming swiftly upon the wicked for this sin, and you can see the judgment looming in plain sight for this very sin. And if you are found in agreement with the wicked in this sin, partaking in their evil deeds, you can receive or will receive of their judgment. That is assured. Amos 2 verse 40 reminds us to save yourself from this untoward and wicked generation. That's what I'm admonishing you to do by separating yourself from this sin. Deuteronomy 28 68 reminds us that no one is coming to buy or save Yashrael or Black Hebrew Israel. It literally does not stop until we do what the Lord is telling and requiring us to do. Repent and come back to him. Yahuwah has already told Yashrael and told us repeatedly that we're not going to be saved by anything that we can do in our own strength, neither by the sword, the battle, or by the same token, by forming any kind of political grouping, movement, construct, or by lobbying Gentile governments or authorities, or whatever she cares to do. Yasharal's deliverance lies only in our repenting and returning to our Elohim, our God. Enough truly is enough, family. I'm deeply saddened that this has happened to another of our beautiful black men, and that our people are still going so wildly astray in this sin, in such numbers. Still think we don't need to understand and apply the rules of engagement like we discussed previously and now start to unite to pray, family? I don't mean pray like we've hitherto prayed. I mean seriously pray. And I'm going to be sending out some words or short teachings on prayer once we, go, once we are through the Feast of Dedication. Because Ephesians 6 verse 18 tells us that there are many kinds or types of prayer. 
And I'm also going to send out further words on the spiritual mapping that we were doing of the Gentiles as well, because then we'll know how to pray. But as he started to look at that previously and also invite enrollments, indeed, to actually start to tackle a number of areas and issues. So um, I'm just going to conclude by reading from Hoshea 1, verse 7 from the Sefer. It says, but I will have mercy upon the house of Yehuda, that's Judah, and will save them by Yahuwah Elohim, that is the Lord their God, and will not save them by bow, nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. That's Hoshea 1.7 from the Sefer. Love family. We are the repairers of the breach. Isaiah 58.12. Hashtag, we will restore his paths. This recording was made on the 13th of, 13th of November 2022 or the 19th of Kazlu or Kislev, the 19th month. Bye family. Until next time.